Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. Did you know that there's a formula for prosperity? When you follow simple steps consistently, you automatically create a life of abundance. That's why I am thrilled to pieces that Pamela Plick is on right here with us today. She is so brilliant. You are going to love her energy, love her heart, because she's so open and authentic and real. And she approaches abundance in a slightly different way. See, Pamela is on a mission to empower women to confidently build wealth from the inside out. She provides the education, the strategies, and tools to grow financial confidence, security, and freedom. Pamela is a whiz. I mean, she's absolutely brilliant. She's a certified financial planner, a practitioner, a certified money coach, the CEO and founder of Pamela Plick Wealth Management. Well, you know, she doesn't just rest there, right? She's also a very dynamic, compelling speaker. She's a show host. She's a best-selling author of the book, Rise to your money power. It's absolutely no surprise that Pamela's work has been highlighted in media like Huffington Post, USA Today, Forbes, so many more. I'm not going to take all the time to list them. I mean, honestly, Pamela, how could I be so lucky that I get to have this conversation with you today? I am so blessed. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, and thank you, Elaine. It is just my honor to be on your show today. I'm excited for the conversation. Absolutely. Well, I know we spoke a little bit before we got started. I always help people by starting with an intention. And an intention is how we want to feel and what we want to create together through this dynamic collaborative conversation that we're about to have. It's kind of like calling your shots Um, It's very interesting. Psychologists use something they call priming. And it turns out if you read supportive words before you take a test, you do a lot better than if you read unsupportive words and you do terrible on the test. It's kind of like we're activating our unconscious minds and opening up that peripheral vision. So we're much more aware of all the things that support us and what we want to accomplish. So by having an intention... I have a very specific structure for my intention. So it always starts with in love and light. And that is indicating that the God of your understanding is an active participant in helping you make this happen. Okay, they're at the table, ready to help you out. Then we share the intention. The intention is almost like typing in an address in your GPS. And when we're done, you always say thank you, always do that. And then I say, it is done. And that's a reminder to us, okay, you don't have to type anymore. We typed in the address. This is where we're going. The divine knows that's what we're all over. And so that's what we're going to create together. Now, I like to hold that for 78 seconds. And that's really hard to do. 78 seconds feels like any eternity. But it's important to hold that space because we have so much stuff going through our minds all the time. We're easily distracted. New ideas are coming up. And as a consequence, the divine 
is looking at us like we're Keystone cops. You know, <laughs> you have no idea what you want, obviously, because you're not holding on to it long enough. And Abraham Hicks strongly recommends 78 seconds because that long a time makes it clear to the God of your understanding that you're serious. You really want this. No joke. Now, I've been doing this for a while and I still find it difficult to hold on to 78 seconds. So one of the tricks that I use is sometimes I'll pick just a couple of words that really have a lot of meaning to me and I'll feel them in my heart. And I just keep thinking those words and feeling them in my heart. This is a feeling exercise because I know we'll go here when we get into the actual interview, Pamela, but it all starts with the energy and the emotion and the feeling. So we're paving the way for this feeling and then everything you want to experience is going to come from that, okay? Into the real world, like in your purse and you can go buy things with it. So, <laughs> okay, so any comments or questions, Pamela, before we get going? No, I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited to, I'm a big fan of setting intentions, right? Set yes. intention, then put your attention on it. So absolutely. <laughs> and I think you're reminding me of my TEDx talk, Abundance is a Choice. That's what I talk about. Thank you for bringing that in. <laughs> absolutely. And you know, it's also important, your body is a big antenna, getting lots of information. So notice any tingling or like more warmth in one area of your body or chills, anything where you can tell there's energy moving. That's what we're doing is we're getting the energy moving in the direction you want it to go by setting this intention. Okay, enough with the preamble. Let's play. Okay, here's the intention. In love and light, we hold the intention that we release all fears, frustrations, and limiting beliefs about money to the divine. Replacing that energy with divine love and awareness that opens us to receive prosperity. Thank you, divine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is done. We give thanks, and so it is. Whew. Pamela Plick is a high-vibe chick. I got to tell you, that was amazing. I have goosebumps. 
I'm like, wow, you really got the energy moving. What was the experience like for you, Pamela? You know, it was it was it was wonderful. I I had the tingling, you know, the the feeling of tingling. Um and um and it's you know, I'm it's so exciting to set the intention um because that's where everything starts. You know, it's by setting the intention. So I'm I'm feeling revved up and ready to go. I'm so stoked about this because you're so passionate about the work that you do and you really are compelled to help women understand their finances. What got you started with this? Why are you so committed to this and so passionate about it? You know, my journey, you know, at first I want to say that I am so grateful uh, today that I have a life that I love, you know, I have a business, a thriving practice, um, working with the type of clients that I love, you know, with the financial freedom uh, that I desire and the ability to make an impact in the world um, and with the time freedom, you know, to be able to uh, spend time with friends and family um, and loved ones. Now, that was not always the case. Now, my story, and I think my catalyst actually uh, started years ago with my divorce. Um, at the time, my son was only two years old and everything was planned except the divorce. And although I had a great job, I just started an entry-level position in banking and finance, but it was a fearful time. And, uh, and so, I didn't also, I didn't have a practical plan. You know, I hadn't planned on being the sole provider for my son and myself. You know, my plan was to work really hard, get promoted. And finally, once I got to a level of success to be able to spend more time with my son. And unfortunately that's not what happened. Yes, I uh, climbed the corporate ladder, I, I got promoted. Um, however, but the expense was less time with my son. So fast forward after years of being overworked, uh, I felt very, uh, I felt like there's something that needed to change. Um, I was not only overworked, you know, physically, but I also felt spiritually as well as mentally depleted. And so that was a time where I really had to take a look at what was I really meant to do? Was I really meant to be in banking and finance? Was I meant to work for someone else? Um, and what, how was I living my life that was not aligned with my values? And so I took a step back and really looked at all of the things that were going on in my life and how could I change them. And I also looked at what, whether I was, um, you know, I needed to practice forgiveness. You know, that's part of being abundant, right? Is practicing forgiveness, not only forgiving my husband, um, he was a great man, um, but, you know, our marriage just didn't work. You know, forgiving him, forgiving myself for what I felt was a, perceived as a, a failure at the time. Um, also needed to look at eliminating beliefs that 
no longer served me. The the fact that I believe that I had to work really, really hard <laughs> in order to get ahead, right? How many of us have, especially entrepreneurs, how many of us have that belief? Or also the belief that maybe I wasn't worthy of achieving the life that I desired. So I started, again, looking at ways that I was living and managing my financial life that were no longer aligned with my values. And so I, at that time, I decided to step into more education, also get the support that I needed to get unstuck. Um, I became a certified financial planner uh, practitioner as well as a cert certified money coach because I wanted to have financial freedom and I wanted to start my own business. And so during this time, as I was working with clients, I, I came in to contact with a lot of other purpose-driven women who were not engaged around their money for whatever reason. Um, and it was holding them back in terms of living the life that they desired. And so what started out as personal development, developing my own knowledge and expertise became my next career. And so when I decided to start my own practice, my focus uh, is actually to, to support purpose-driven women, you know, to help them confidently build wealth from the inside out. I love that, Pamela. I really love that. And I so respect you for what you're doing because you made me think of this wonderful book called The Survivor's Club. And in that book, they talk about something called the 1080-10 rule. I share this a lot because it really makes a big difference. So in the 1080-10 rule, it was coined by a guy in the UK who works with special forces who are literally facing life and death situations. And I read this whole thing and I thought, well, you know, if you're alive and breathing, you're dealing with life and death situations. I mean, it might look a little bit different, but yeah, it's really important to you. And it turns out that when the stuff hits the fan and your life has gone into chaos, 10% of people are natural leaders. They quickly come up with a plan of action and off they go. 80% of people are followers. They don't have a plan. They're not sure what to do, but they know there's a leader out there somewhere and they look for a leader they can follow to get where they want to go. The final 10% of people are in a state of complete panic and overwhelm. Hmm. They can't think. They can't function. And in literal life and death situations, he said, hey, you can put somebody like that in the lifeboat and they will still fall out and drown. There's no way to save them if they aren't willing to save themselves. And the thing that I really heard you say is you could tell your life was not going in the direction you wanted it to go. And instead of panicking, you chose to follow. You chose education and support so that you could have clear path to get where you wanted to go, to create that path to prosperity that was what you wanted. And naturally, when you decide to follow, the best leaders are really good followers. They take bits and pieces from different people that they follow, and they put together this brilliant plan of action, which I know you've done. And I'm not going to let you get there just yet, because I have to ask you another important question. Sure. 
Yeah, I could spend all day chatting with you, Pamela. I just love your energy and I love what you're doing. So the challenge is we're talking about the abundance journey. Now, obviously, as a financial planner and expert, you've got a specific take on what abundance means, especially when you're working with your clients. And no two people define abundance the same way. So I have to ask you, given the work that you do, how do you define abundance? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I believe the path to abundance is um, embracing our journey with an open heart and looking at the world through a lens of optimism and gratitude. Because nowhere, no matter where we are on our financial journey, there's always something to be grateful for. And in terms of our relationship with money, um, it's a powerful force to that helps weave the fabric of our entire life. It, it's so important to embrace mindfulness and the empowering approach to money because it's one that aligns with our spiritual values, which also fuels our personal growth. It nurtures our well-being and it enhances our relationships. So by transforming our relationship with money, we can unlock the potential for holistic growth, success, and fulfillment in all areas of our life. And in my opinion, by embracing our journey with an open heart, I believe that our life can blossom into abundance and purpose. I love that. You are speaking my language. <laughs> it's no wonder I love chatting with you every time I'm fortunate enough to get together with you. I I love where you're coming from. And absolutely, gratitude is the acorn for your oak. It always, gratitude is the beginning of everything else that you want in your life. Gratitude is what enables you to discover new revenue streams, new opportunities for yourself. New ways to there's make more money, save more money, and keep more money. You've got options, but when you're in a state of panic and overwhelm, you tend to really get myopic, and it's very hard to see the opportunities that are present for you. So I love what you're talking about here because you're really helping people open up to the potential for the prosperity that they want, and that's the first step. It is. It is because what we appreciate appreciates you know so that is the key to um to more abundance is practicing gratitude you know and i'm a big you know uh a big believer in that that's wonderful well, i'm sure you know, you've worked with so many different people after a while you start to see kind of a pattern and and there's a certain thing that people who are naturally gravitating towards you and working with you, there's some kind of a symptom or a common challenge that they're struggling with. What do you notice seems to be the issue that people go, aha, it's time to contact Pamela. Sure. Um, you know, it's actually a couple of things when we're, you know, we're talking about entrepreneurs um, and I specialize in working with purpose-driven women entrepreneurs. Um, and a, one of the things is they're feeling stuck, you know, either they're feeling stuck, overwhelmed um, or fearful 
around their relationship with money. Now they're ex they're excellent, you know, they're experts in their business. They know their business in and out, but they're kind of stuck in a plateau. They know they're meant for bigger things, but they're not sure how to get there. And it, and it's their mindset that's getting in the way. Yeah, you're, you're, you're finding people who are on that borderline of panic and they finally kind of wake up and go, wait a minute, I could follow Pamela. She gets it. She's got a plan of action and she can help pull me where I want to go. I'm going to hook up on her train and, and get where I want to go. I love that. I think it's so important that people realize they're not alone. And you also don't have to have all the answers. That's another big thing that I notice with entrepreneurs is often they feel so alone and so at the mercy of the circumstances that they face. And by connecting with other people and getting other perspectives, all of a sudden you realize there's a lot more opportunity for you than you realized. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the work that you're doing. Well, thank you. Yeah, and that's actually one of the five steps that I wanted to 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 talk about. Is, Please. You know, pardon? Go ahead, share the steps with us. That would be great. Okay, awesome. Okay, well, let me just talk about, there are actually five steps to uh, the prosperity formula, and um, they're the five steps to more abundance in your business and your life. And the first step, to more abundance in your business and your life is to trust your vision. Your vision is your purpose. And by embracing the power of your vision, it allows it to be your guiding light to a world brimming with abundance. You know, and, it, and it's, it's interesting because a lot of times, or how many of us have ever been um, talked out of our vision by well-meaning meaning family and friends? You know, it, it's okay that someone else doesn't see your vision because I believe that our, you know, the universe gave the vision to us. So if we have that vision, then we can achieve it. Very true. Absolutely. Nothing is more powerful than your why. When it is something that you're just so passionate about. And that's why I asked you that question. Why are you so passionate about what you're doing? That's your why. That's, it is your purpose. It's your meaning and your reason for being. It lights you up. It gets you excited and delighted. I mean, I get stoked getting to talk with amazing people like you, Pamela. You know, when you're excited about the work you do, it's not work, it's play. I decided I wasn't gonna work anymore. I'm only gonna play. And playing is really fun. <laughs> It is. It is. You know, doing what you love is really fun. And, you know, one quick tip, you know, I, I believe, you know, our vision, like I said, our vision is our compass. I'm a big believer in writing out your vision, you know, writing out that big grand vision. And one of the things that I do is I have it on my computer. So it's part of my morning ritual where I read my vision daily. And that helps me to stay, uh, to, to get grounded, first of all, and stay connected to what I want to accomplish and what I'm here to do. That is so beautiful. I want to know the rest of the steps, though. You can't leave us hanging with just one. <laughs> Keep okay. going. 
<laughs> yes. Right. Step number, the, the second step to more abundance in your business and life is to let go of outdated beliefs. You want to release those old beliefs that are holding you back. Make sure that you release them so that you can make space for new possibilities and invite limitless abundance and prosperity into your life. And there's three areas, you know, when it comes to money, three pillars of money that I believe we need to address. It's the spiritual, the emotional, as well as the practical sides of money. And, you know, just thinking about, you know, what, what, what was your earliest memory of money? How was money talked about in the household? Was it talked about? Was there a feeling of abundance or a feeling of lack? You know, um, and looking at how is that showing up in your life today, um, in how you live your life, how you run your business. Um, and so we want to let go, let go of those outdated beliefs. I love that. And, you know, it's so funny. A lot of people think, well, that's really hard. That's, that's just difficult. You know, I've, I've had this my whole life. I grew up with this. How in the world am I going to suddenly, instantly change my mind? In reality, it is not your truth. You're holding on to something that is not, not you. It's all old programming that you got from other people, from your parents, from society, from your work environment, and people who told you who you were for them. And when you're able to get back to who you are for you, again, aligning with your vision, it shifts everything. And it's much, much easier to let all that old stuff go and drop because there is fresh new energy eager to come in to serve you and help you accomplish your goals. Love what you're doing. What's step three? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> step to more abundance in your business and life is to cultivate a prosperity mindset. And we talked about this a little bit about this earlier. And the number one way to cultivate a prosperity mindset is to practice gratitude, like we talked about. Um, again, what you appreciate, appreciates. And so when we foster a mindset of abundance and gratitude, possibility, you know, regardless of where we are on our journey, then we open ourselves up to attracting greater prosperity in our business and our lives. Absolutely. So practice gratitude. Um, and the fourth step to more abundance in your business and life is to know you can ask for support, right? Um, we want to overcome the CEO mindset. So kick that CEO mindset to the curb. And by CEO, I mean chief everything officer. <laughs> I like that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, as women, we are typically... Uh, historically raised to be the caregivers, right? We're the nurturers in the family. We put everyone's um, needs ahead of our own. Uh, but seeking support, and we feel that we don't want to seek support because it's a sign of weakness. And it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. So it's important that we reach out and get the support we need, whether it's through community, you know, a mentor, 
uh, working with um, a professional, whatever that means, so that we can uplift ourselves towards that greater abundance. That Absolutely. Will you know, it's, it's just been proven again and again and again. It doesn't matter if you're talking about physical health, mental health, uh, emotional health, financial health. In every case, when you look at the strength of your community, that indicates the speed with which you will achieve the prosperity that you want. You wanna surround yourself with people who are like-minded and supportive, people that have ideas for you. So, you know, when you're chatting with somebody about something that you're working on, they can come back and go, oh, have you checked out this book? It's really great. Or watch that movie, that'll inspire you with some new things. Here's a great mentor, you know, watch this video. It's it's amazing the resources that are available to you through your network. And people love to support you. You're acknowledging that they are a gift in your life and you treasure their engagement with you. You're giving them an opportunity to help you really showcases their brilliance. I mean, I'm so delighted that I get to have you on my show, Pamela. I know how busy you are. I know all the things that you're doing and that you actually took time out of your day to join me here. I mean, my gosh, I'm so grateful. I can't begin to tell you. And I'm just lucky that you're in my network. So thank you. But keep going. I want step five. Well, I want to mention too that I'm I'm actually, I'm grateful to be here too. You know, one of the things... Um, that um, it's also important, you know, it's, there's a quote that I love from Iyala Van Zandt. She says that um, taking care of yourself first or putting yourself first is not selfish, it's self-full. And again, as purpose-driven entrepreneurs, we need to keep our spiritual cups full, right? Because what's inside uh, or overflowing, actually, because what's inside of the spiritual cup is for us and what over is overflowing is for everyone else that we are either serving or our family that we that are dependent upon us. So it's so important to keep that cup overflowing. And part of that is being in a community that or getting the support that you need and making sure that you keep that cup overflowing. So being part of my cup overflowing is being here with you today, Elaine. So thank, thank you. you so much. <laughs> now, the fifth step to more abundance in your business and life is to take inspired action. So you want to let inspiration be your launch pad. Um, take courageous, purposeful action towards your dreams and knowing that each step is going to bring you closer to a future overflowing with abundance and prosperity. You know, we talked about in step one, making sure that we have our vision. So knowing, you know, our vision is guiding us on where we want to be. Out of that vision, you know, we want to make sure that it aligns with our values and our beliefs, right? And then we create that action plan or the, the goals, first of all, to get us to that vision. And then we take the next inspired step, you know, 
Um, a lot of times, you know, as entrepreneurs, and I'm sure you'll agree, <laughs> Elaine, we began, especially those of us that grew up in corporate America, um, you know, the seven steps of, ha of highly effective people begin with the end in mind. But sometimes we can get overwhelmed if we're focused on the, always focused on the future or we're focused on the past. We need to stay present and just take the next inspired step. Knowing so that it's guiding us to where we so need true. To. So true. And, you know, I find that sometimes my clients get a little overwhelmed. They're not sure yes. where to go next. And there's a very simple exercise that I always encourage people to do. It's very powerful. You um, set a timer for two minutes, maximum of two minutes, and you write down a list of things you could do that would take you one hour or less to do them. So if it's something really big, like writing a book, no, that's, that's really big. You need to break it down into tiny chunks that are one hour or less. So two minutes when the timer goes off, you reset that timer for one minute and you go back with your list and you prioritize your list. Even if you only have one thing on your list, then you know where to start. And that's such a powerful practice because you never have to be stuck again, ever. You can just quickly identify simple actions that you can take that will get the momentum going. And the more momentum you feel, maybe you have more ideas of other actions you could take. Great, add it to your list and you're in action. It's brilliant, yeah. I, I have to ask you another question because one of the things that I've noticed about my own life, when I want something to change in my outside world, in my experience, something always has to shift inside me before I can have that transformation that I want. What have you noticed your clients need to be willing to shift inside themselves, inside themselves before they can have that transformation? Absolutely. You know, I, I believe that our outer wealth and abundance is always gonna be a reflection of our inner our inner wealth. And so one of the the things that show that shows up with with my clients is the fact that it comes from again worthy making sure, you know, feeling that or shifting the belief that they're not worthy of the good that they desire. And you know, our mind, you know, our mind we talked about, you know, thoughts that come up, you know, um, 95% of our thoughts are unconscious, you know, and those thoughts are going to come up. That mind shatter is going to come up, you know, but what I talk to clients about is learning how to shift, you know, when that mind, that mind shatter comes up or those negative thoughts come up. And one of the best ways to do that is through affirmations, you know, take that negative thought, and transform it, you know, to a positive thought. And that helps us to shift, to shift our mindset. So yeah, the belief you know, that they're not worthy and, um, you know, the negative mindset, your chatter, the mind chatter that comes up telling you that, you know, you can't, you you probably don't want to do this. You know, it's too hard, you know, that the kind thing of thing. That really has struck me over and over again. Every time those thoughts come up and those limiting beliefs come up and the doubts and the fears, it's always the divine pointing you back to your intention, in this case, your vision, and it's saying, are you really serious about this? How committed are you? 
to creating this reality for your clients and for yourself. How committed are you to your vision? Recommit to your intention, how you want to feel and what you want to create for yourself and for others. And we'll get back on board. But all that is, is just a reminder. Are you sure? Recommit. That's all that's coming up with those negative thoughts, negative beliefs. And I love affirmations. It definitely helps you flip the funnel and reframe what you were saying. Because the divine is also going, wait a minute, you said you wanted this and you're kind of veering off course. So reframe that so that it gets back on track in alignment with your intention and where you wanted to go. Absolutely. And I can attest to that. (laughs) (laughs) We can attest to that. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, Pamela, I think one of the biggest challenges people have, we would all really, really, really like to have this magic wand that just kind of goes and everything's perfect and brilliant and our prosperity is there and we never have to struggle again. And it doesn't work like that. Sadly, I wish it did. Instead, it's a process. So what would be a baby step that we could focus on that would show us that we're actually making progress and we're on the right track? I think one step really is, really, it goes back to creating that vision. You know, I I truly believe that. And, you know, just making sure that you're you're reviewing that vision, like it really is in alignment with your values, your goals, your why, what you want to create and reviewing that vision on a daily basis. And that helps you to kind of reframe those thoughts. It helps to direct your attention um, to where you want to go. So I'm, you know, I believe that it starts with the vision. It does. You're yeah. so right. It does. And it's so easy to get distracted from our vision, it isn't is. it? Mm-hmm. it? It's incredible how uh, the news or, you know, somebody walks into your office with some gossip or something and all of a sudden whoop, you're off track from your vision. So yeah, getting back in the zone with your vision is the fastest way to get back on track and make sure that you're taking action in the right direction. Brilliant, brilliant observation. Well, Pamela, you've given us so much, but I'm kind of greedy, so I'm going to ask for more. You were talking about a wonderful free gift for everyone. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, I have a a free gift for, for the audience, and it's called the Prosperity Path. Um, actually the prosperity guide and um it's a wonderful companion to our conversation today uh and it kind of revisits the five steps that i talked about but it also gives you some um some reflection questions to kind of help you move forward that is brilliant i love it i can't wait to download my copy i'm definitely going to check that out because i totally agree i love the direction that you're going in with these five steps they are foundational and everything builds from there so that's perfect how could it get even better than this i love that question so we always turn the table on our guests here at the abundance journey because we know when we give is when we truly receive the most so pamela what can we do to support you well, I would love, I have, uh, we talked about the importance of getting support 
um, and ha- being around like-minded, um, uh, uh, other like-minded individ- or entrepreneurs. And so I do have a, uh, a free private Facebook community called Rise to Your Money Power. And it's a supportive community for purpose-driven women entrepreneurs who want to build the foundation of an empowered relationship with money while growing a thriving business. And uh, the link to uh, to my community is... Uh, I'll put that in there. Are you going to put the, that? Yeah, I'm okay. going to put both the link to your free gift and uh, how we can support you in the show notes sure. so people don't have to try to remember the URL. Because yes, being surrounded by other people who are on the same path as you, sometimes they're a little further along, sometimes they're a little further behind. But when you're all on the same mission and you're all trying to accomplish something, it really makes a difference. You feel so much more support and encouragement from that kind of an experience and environment. It's really powerful, highly recommended. I'm definitely gonna check that out, Pamela. Wow, well, you made my life very difficult today, young lady, because now I have to activate abundance and I go, only pick one thing? You've gotta be kidding me. I was taking notes the whole time. I hope I wasn't totally blatant about it, but I was taking notes the whole time. And I have to pick just one. Oh, this is going to be so hard. But thank you. Thank you for your generosity. You are the embodiment of abundance and prosperity. There is so much joy and love that flows through you. And I feel incredibly blessed to have had the opportunity to chat with you today. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Elaine. It's, it's um, also, it's been a blessing for me to today as well. And thank you for inviting me to be on your show. Absolutely. All right. Stick around. We're going to activate abundance in just a minute. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Can you see why I absolutely adore Pamela Plick? I mean, I love saying her name for one thing, Pamela Plick. She's a high vibe chick. I mean, she's amazing. She's so fun. She makes finances fun. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, that can be one of the most difficult things to work with. So step one is always gratitude. I love collaborating with like-minded people who come at abundance from different directions because they always open my awareness to new ideas, new opportunities, new perspectives. Just amazing. So the step two is to acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. Now, for me, I could only pick one. It was really hard, but I decided she was talking about on her own journey when she experienced a lot of challenges in her life, a lot of contrast, and she decided that something had to change. And I realized, you know, that's really what it's all about. We all experience contrast of different times in our lives. And the whole purpose behind that contrast, the difference between what is wanted and what is unwanted, the purpose 
is to get us to make a new choice, to get us to grow in some way. That's really, really key. And then she compounded that brilliance with another statement. She said, forgiveness increases abundance. Forgiveness increases abundance. And my, like, it was like a siren going off for me. Step three, appreciate the difference it can make in your life. So what I appreciate the most about this, contrast serves me. It's not punishing me. It's inspiring me to grow and expand and be more than I was before. It's not a bad thing. When the stuff hits the fan, it's actually a sign that the divine is going, hey, congratulations, you're at a whole new level. Time to level up. You've got this. Go for it. And this whole concept that forgiveness increases abundance, I can forgive myself for resenting the fact that the stuff just hit the fan. Life was groovy. I finally figured it out. It was all going nice and seamlessly. And then something new comes along that shakes up my world. Contrast shows up again. It's a blessing. And I can forgive myself for temporarily not realizing that it's a blessing for me. So, wow, big, big, big insight and why I appreciate it so much from Pamela Plick. Step four, activate abundance. There are three different ways we can activate abundance. You can grab your calendar and schedule time to remember to do something. You can, other option, you can make a physical trigger like crossing your fingers or tugging on your earlobe to remind yourself of how you wanna show up. The third way is to declare what you're going to do. And it really helps if you declare it to someone else, like I'm declaring to you. I want to declare to you that I am going to view all conflict as a blessing. And I'm going to forgive myself for my natural human resistance that comes up every time it's something new. Because something new doesn't mean it's something bad. It means there are new opportunities and new blessings that are awaiting me. So yay, I'm so grateful to Pamela for that. Step five, celebrate your progress. You are growing by leaps and bounds. Isn't it beautiful that you don't have to have all the answers right now? You don't have to have it all figured out? No, you can let it unfold perfectly for you. You can hold your vision of what you want to accomplish, who you want to be, that intention that you're so passionate about. And you can explore with your community, find out about different resources and tools. You can be that follower and then put together your own path that really works for you and start sharing it with others as a leader. Isn't it awesome to know you got this and the divine so believes in you and is so proud of you and so excited by your growth, there is no end to your abundance. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next time for The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.